What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wolfpack Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Clemens. Here with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Mike LaPlante and Mike Bonnie. What up, fellas? What up? Not a whole lot. Another week, another dollar. How about you? <laughs> Same, man. Did you guys enjoy your Tuesday? <clears throat> it was hot. Yeah, I was just going to say, as best <laughs> as I can for, uh, I mean, a 96-degree day. Oh yeah, that's brutal. Luckily, I got to sit in the AC all day, so that was lucky uh, you. That was nice. I'm sure you enjoyed it. Uh, what were you doing? I got on some ladders, doing some siding, or what? Black siding with a black metal roof. <laughs> <laughs> Not even kidding either. Oh, that's that was brutal. Just that's roast me, God. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Oh man, but tonight, guys, we're what we're bringing with you. What we are bringing you tonight is. Um, we're each giving you five guys who we aren't drafting in our fantasy drafts this season. Yep, and uh, we're going to give you some ADP positions. Uh, we're going off of sleeper ADP, um, and we are doing just regular PPR. So um, I'm going to take the reins here now for you, Dylan. And I want to start with Ike because this player really intrigues me, Ike, um, because I'm kind of with you on it, but I just want to hear your side of the story. Um you know, tell us your first player you're you're not touching in these drafts with a ten foot pole. Uh, should I just go with anyone I want? Just go with uh, go with number five first. I'm just gonna go with Dak, because All that's right. the one I definitely don't want as a quarterback, right. at least. All right, so yep, Dak uh, Prescott. He's going as uh, QB seven right now in sleeper overall, sixty first. Um, you know. Players going around him are Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Darnell Mooney, Brandon Cooks, and uh, then you got Jalen Hurts there as well. Um, yeah. It's a toss-up between Jalen Hurts and Dak, I suppose. Depends on what kind of league you're in. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if you're if you're playing in a league where it's uh, four-point uh, touchdowns for passing, you're probably going to help Hurts. Yeah, it helps a lot. It, it unlike, unlike our league, our home league, then you're probably going <laughs> to yeah. go Dak. Not many teams play uh, leagues where it's ten uh, a point per ten passing yards, <laughs> but you know what? Every every league is unique in their own way. But yeah, give me some reasons why uh, you know you're not touching Dak Prescott this year. Do you have to see what he did to just finish his quarterback eight? He had to throw just under six hundred times, throw for thirty some on touchdowns, thirty seven I think, and forty four hundred yards. I don't know if he can do that again with everyone leaving, like oh, Amari Cooper, but. He has to rely on C.D. Lamb and a rookie wide receiver and James Washington. I don't know if he's going to be able to get that again. You're not a big fan of Jalen Tolbert? I mean, he's fine, but yeah. as a number two right now, I don't know about that. No, I get that. Um, no, nah, the number see, two in that offense is Dalton Schultz. You think Which so? Which isn't great either. Yeah. No. Yeah, that might even be Zeke or Tony Pollard as number two. I was actually. just going to say, with the, with the uh, rumblings of Tony Pollard taking snaps at wide receiver, he could be the second option maybe. That'd be sweet. I do. Uh, Go ahead, Mike. I was just going to ask you about your thoughts on it. You guys know I already like Dak. I like this offense. I uh, I like CeeDee Lamb. I think he's he's definitely the alpha in this offense. Kind of Ike alluded to that. He's going back into the slot, it sounds like, a lot more this year. So Finally. Yeah, that's going to be a lot more effective. I think Dak's going to be totally fine. Uh, this might not be true, but I'd like to think with another year coming off of that gruesome leg injury, maybe he gets back to running the ball a little bit more. That's than the main thing. Previous year. If he could get you know 200 more rushing yards <clears throat> than he did last year, I don't have his stats pulled up. I don't know if any of you guys do. I think he ran for like 180 or something. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he – a few years ago, he was around hovering around 450-ish. So if he could get even to 300, you know, <laughs> right. every, little, every little bit helps. And, you know, that rushing can really raise your floor as a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, see, before Dak's major, you know, injury in 2020 where he really only played five games and was on pace to be the QB1, I, I remember oh, yeah. you having him that year, Dylan. That was pretty disappointing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Every year before that, I mean, this guy had such a, a great rushing baseline. He, he was getting about three to six rushing touchdowns a year just running the ball and, and <laughs> vulturing Zeke. Um, but that was kind of his nice, safe floor, and it's 
I mean, I kind of allude to what Ike said, where he does have a tall task to be able to repeat what he did last year um, on hand. I mean, 37 touchdowns is not easy, especially losing Amari Cooper. Um, but there, that leaves plenty of opportunities for other people. I'm just mm-hmm. – Like, where is all like, those 37 going to go to? Exactly. I mean, I, I just – I'm 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 the guy that likes to wait on a quarterback, and Ike's giving me perfect reason to stay away from Dak. I know Dylan, you you're definitely sitting on the opposite side of that fence. Yeah, I'm still uh, okay with it. Yeah, James Washington or Jalen Tolbert are at the step will have to step up. And James Washington was thought pretty highly of coming out of college, so yeah, maybe a, for sure. maybe maybe a change of scenery will help him. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, so. Let's jump to our next player here, I, uh, Dylan. And who's your, you know, first player? You're not touching with a ten foot pole. Well, I'll just give you my quarterback since that's where there I go. And yeah. I'll uh, Aaron Rodgers. I just don't agree with where he's going at all, especially with them being a run first offense. I feel like coming into this season, he lost his number one option in Devontae Williams. Who's the number one receiver here right now? Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazard. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers really likes to trust his receivers. Mm-hmm. He's going still as a top 10 quarterback, guys, in 74 overall. Like, he's going right around Russell Wilson, and I'm drafting Russell Wilson 10 times out of 10 over Aaron Rodgers. He's also going ahead of Tom Brady. I'm Ew. Why? Drafting, I, I don't know. Why? Tom Brady's QB 11 going off the board. That doesn't make any sense to me. I'll take Tom Brady over Dak. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're waiting on a quarterback, I'd, mm, I'd that's tough for me. That's it, tough it, for me. That's a that's a different draft value. I mean, they both lost where, weapons. Where uh, you're picking those two different players, but <laughs> a lot of the players that you're talking about, um, I he, he is going pretty early for somebody who just lost their main receiver. The you know the guy who's literally had probably about thirty to forty percent <laughs> of his touchdowns throughout his career. Um. It's, it's going to be a tough loss um, to try and recover from trading Devontae Adams. I mean, I'm a Packer fan, and I know that. But, I mean, if there's one player who can do it, it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's a he's a four-time MVP. I bet he'll look good week one with Sammy Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mike, Matt Stafford's going 11 picks after him, according to Sleeper ADP. That's kind of just silly. I go Stafford. Like, you, you could draft Gabe Davis there. He's going later. I I love Gabe Davis. Elijah Moore's going around there. You could draft him. Just not even just quarterback positions, just other players who are still on the board at mm-hmm. that point. And just the value that's there. Like a I number one receiver in Kansas City, Juju Smith Schuster is going right around there. And you're gonna and wait, you're Rogers. gonna draft Aaron Rodgers over that. And nah, I don't see the value. The the one thing is is you can't you can't really rule out Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady yet just because they're the, probably the two only pocket passers still alive in the fantasy community. That alive, are huh? Yeah, well, in the fantasy community <laughs> that are alive. Look at Matt Jones. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's dead in New England. Uh, Joe uh, Burrow. Technically Joe, can, Burrow, Joe Burrow, I suppose. Case. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. We're uh, derailing you. Keep going. Make it Yeah, point. no, it, you're all good. <laughs> um, but it's, it's kind of I, – I mean – I will, I will always back with you on this, that he is always a better NFL quarterback than a fantasy quarterback. But, if, like I said, if there's two people that could do it without uh, the current weapons they have, it's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. It's hard I to agree. pass those. Yeah, for sure. Just Tom Brady has better weapons than Aaron Rodgers, for sure. He does, absolutely. But, uh, so, Mike, why, uh, why don't we uh, jump to our third guy, and uh, why don't you just give us your quarterback that you got? I was going to say, you kind of uh, gave me a little bit of a, a sneak preview there. But Joe Burrow, uh, he's he's the quarterback I really don't want to touch this year in drafts. Um, he's going as the QB5 off the board Jesus. overall. I know, overall 50. Too high, too high. Yeah, way too high. <laughs> um, I get it. He killed it at the end of, end of the year last year. He killed it for the playoffs if he started them. He probably won you a championship if you started them. Sure. Um, the problem was, is did you get to that championship with him through the first 15 weeks? Because um, in the first 15 weeks, dude averaged 17.2 points a game. In those two weeks, he exploded with 36.5 points a game. Um, I'm sorry, but 23% of those, you know, total 314 points that he had 
came from week 16 and week 17 in the Chiefs um, with against the Chiefs and the Ravens. That's just way too much volatility right there. Um, he really doesn't add much of a rushing floor either. Like you said, he is kind of that pocket passer. I mean, he, he gets more than you think, but, I mean, only last year he had 118 rushing yards. I mean, 26 in the league for quarterbacks. There's, there's not much of a floor there. And we saw Zach Taylor last year. It's clear they want to have more of a balanced offense. They want to, they they don't want to be in shootouts. He was also no, coming off an ACL too. He was he was coming off an ACL, but you know they they just fortified the offensive line. Um, he's going to have more time to throw the ball. Yeah, absolutely. But if you have a better offensive line, you're going to run the ball a lot better as well. It's just if you're drafting a QB top five, he's got. I'd wait till like. Top or like eight, nine, or ten at least. I'm taking Lamar Jackson and Kyler, and Kyler. both well, over Joe Burrow. But yeah, I about- was just say, you got to have that rushing floor like that, <sighs> or you could even take like a Michael Pittman or a Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Travis Etienne's even going around him. I probably wouldn't lean Etienne as much, but yeah, no, well, I'm take that's Dylan's boy. I was gonna say, yeah, you just gonna come at me with a drive by there, and you're just gonna <laughs> blow past it. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, it's hard to trust a guy who hasn't played a down in the NFL. I mean, I, I do like his potential. He was a first-round talent for a reason. It's just that Liz eh, Frank I'll injury just, is, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. The Liz Frank injury is – Because didn't you cover. draft nine rookies for one fantasy team? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you I also that. have to realize that when you're in a rebuilding mode, you don't want <laughs> veterans. You want young DK's players. not uh, – yeah, okay, just go. All right, all right boys. <laughs> um, Ike, why don't you give us uh, your second guy here? Sure, I'm going to do running back. Antonio Gibson. Running back, I'm pretty sure. Way to pick the 19. low-hanging fruit. Why? Yeah, Come on. Yeah, overall, 36. There, Yeah, like there ain't enough people sitting on Antonio Gibson. Why you gotta throw, <laughs> Dude, you gotta when I was looking at it, fire. though, when I was looking at it, though, he actually had a lot of, like, good advanced metrics. Like, he was fourth in carries, fourth in red zone touches. He had a decent target share, which was top 20, but he still only ended up RB17 with all that. He just is not, like, good at carrying the ball. Like, he fumbles a lot, so that doesn't help. <laughs> and his average yards <laughs> per carry is, like, maybe 3.8, which is also really bad. Yeah, and he really doesn't catch the ball much either. He had 30, I'm pretty sure, catches last year, which, I mean, isn't bad, but it helps. But it doesn't help that McKissick's back. That's another reason why you don't want him. And Brian Robinson will take goal line a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I can see Brian Robinson doing it, uh, taking that uh, faltering a couple touchdowns here and there. I'm more worried about J.D. McKissick. When when we got the news. He's been there before, out. though. It's going to be the same shit. <laughs> Well, when we got that news of McKissick going to the Bills uh, for a couple hours, we were like, oh, my gosh, Antonio Gibson's free. And then they brought him back, and all that hype went away. So we thought I'm, that was too. We did, and, and stop, stealing my, stop stealing my players. <laughs> but, just segueing uh, into the next thing. I was going to say, all right. We'll, yeah, we'll just go ahead, the plank, go right into Javante. We'll, we'll segue into my running back then, and that's Javante Williams. Um, it is a little bit of a low-hanging fruit, but even so, he's he's not as low as RB19. He's going on. Uh, he should be. RB, <laughs> he should be. But Sleeper has him going as RB12 and the 23rd overall pick. I mean, I get it. You know, he he, he performed phenomenally last year, especially for being in a, in a timeshare and a rookie. And all the hype was is he was going to get the full workload, but Melvin Gordon's back, guys. It's That hype is gone. And Melvin Gordon was good last year, man. Yeah, he still has gas in the tank. He's a touchdown machine. And when you're looking for a ceiling on, you know, an RB tier one guy, they got to get touchdowns and they got to get passing uh, work. And Javante, they split it right down the middle with Melvin Gordon last year. And Melvin Gordon, honestly, he outpaced him in uh, targets and catches. Um, I mean, they might flip that script a little bit this year, but for your 23rd overall pick? Pretty sure uh, they both carried the ball 203 times. It was right down the middle. I mean, 50. <laughs> it was so close when I was doing the team preview. I know. It's, it was it kind of asinine how split it was. It was like you were playing a video game. I can, yeah. Back there. Um, 
but yeah, no, it's just way too rich of a taste, uh, way, way too rich of a value for me, um, for Javante Williams. I mean, granted, these players may, you know, you may not have the greatest feeling about Saquon Barkley, but I'd rather I'd have take him. him. He's, he's going to get a full workload. He, I mean, he, do, he doesn't have anybody behind him taking that. He uh, just needs to stay healthy. Exactly. He's got a good coaching staff around him now with Brian Dable. Uh, Dable. He got da- I said Dable. Dable, Dable, whatever. Um, you got Debo Samuel going around that range. Aaron Jones, Mike Evans. I mean, I, I would take Aaron Jones over him. I would sure. scoop up any one of those players over Javante Williams at that price. Um, you guys got any, uh, you know, rebuttals or any exceptions with that? I pretty. He's not a bad I, pick still, no. but not that early. Yeah, I can't. I'm struggle with having him as my running back one, just because. Yeah. He's, in a yep. 50-50 timeshare, like you said. it. Melvin Gordon's the real deal. Say what you want about him, you know. Everyone just kind of is willing just to poo-poo him, but he's solid, very solid running back. Dude, he's been a top 24 running back for the past five years since he's been in the career, or six years. And if you drafted Melvin Gordon last season at his ADP, you were happy with him. There's yeah. no, you know. And it's oh. even lower right now. Like, there he's going as, like, what, running back 35, 36? It's insane. Yeah, it's, it shouldn't be yeah, that 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 shouldn't be that big of a split between the two guys. That's no, crazy. not for the workload they split right down the middle. Even yeah. if it goes Javante a little bit more than Melvin, there's no way he should be 36 somewhere around that range. Right. All right. So we're back. Uh, we're back. All <laughs> right. Sorry about that, people. Um, I know you know the the. The several fans out there watching. Um, very we, dedicated. We had, very dedicated fans. Um, we had a little bit of an internet problem here. Like we said, we are experiencing some high high heat. You can, but you can blame LaPlante. Yeah, yep. sure. I'm the scapegoat usually. Yep. You blame producer. the producer when shit, when shit goes wrong. Absolutely. But let's just hop right back into it. Um, Dylan, I, I was talking to you about your running back. You really didn't want to touch with the 10-foot pole this, uh, this year. And who was that? Cam Akers. I feel like I'm kind of doing him. You're cheating. Excuse me. Doing him a little dirty <laughs> with um, him coming back off that Achilles injury in what, five months last season? But I, you could tell he wasn't the same. And is he going to be the same this year? I know he's got more time off, but usually it's a full year recovery and then some. And then most people don't even ever get the explosiveness back. Right. He, he is extremely inefficient when he came back. Like I want to, I'm gonna cut him some slack a little bit. Like he averaged 2.4 yards per carry, I want to say, and he's just not somebody I'm I'm wanting. Like you can, he is going as where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Mike, help me out here. Uh, uh, he's he RB 17 with... overall, 27. Like Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, he's going around him. Other running backs, I just feel we... like they're a little bit more trustworthy. And then Ike's boy T Higgins is going around that time too. And I would much rather have a player like. Would you rather Cam Akers or Gibson? I'm not going to draft a running back. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm around there, I'm going to draft a wide receiver. We'll leave them. I don't want either of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, neither. <laughs> I don't blame um, you. No, I, I don't blame you at all. But, I mean, it is the Achilles injury that really scares you. He, he was very inefficient. But the one thing that Sean McVay showed you is he wanted to use him. Even though he was coming off that Achilles, man, he – as bad as he was, they used him. And, yeah. I mean, go ahead. Do you think it's going to be somewhat of a committee between him and Daryl Henderson, or do you think it's just going to be the one-man show of the, Cam Akers like it was the playoffs? They can't rely on him the whole time, man. I mean, they did like when he came back from the injury. They, and he didn't look good, like you right said. Into it. Yeah, he was completely inefficient. Um. LaPlante, what do you do you think Henderson's going to be more involved this year or no? Um, I'd I'd like to think that it's it's probably it might be a split because he does like to split it, but at the same time when he when he has his guy like Todd Gurley, he ran him to the ground, man. Um, and I, he might have that plan in store. For I don't him know if you can do that with an acute, coming back from Achilles, man. I mean, he tried to when he was coming back from an Achilles injury uh, early last year. Um, so it's, it's hard to trust him, but 
the the thing is, is he is going just really high. And to be honest, running backs are flying off the wall so early in these early rounds. Um, and if if you don't get them, you're missing out, and you're 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 kind of stuck with your your Leonard Fournette's, um, your Cam Akers. Um, so I hold on. I, I, I wanna... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, keep going. I was just going. gonna. I was just gonna say. I was. I was. I'm. I'm staying away from Cam Akers if I can. But if he falls to me in you know a spot past RB seventeen or twenty seventh overall, I might take a look at him. I might snag him up. You know a few spots here or there. But I no way am I going out to my draft and be like, yeah, I have to have Cam Akers. Right. Like Mike, you can wait fourteen and fifteen more picks for. And then draft Brees Hall or Travis Etienne a full round later. J.K. Dobbins almost, it, you know, Dobbins is going as the forty-first player off the board. Acres is twenty-seven, you know, stuff like that. I'm way yep. more into that value than having to take Cam plus, as an early third-round pick. Plus, Dobbins is in a running offense compared to the Rams. Rams are going to be passing a whole lot more. Yeah, so and- that's why I would like Dobbins over Acres. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of Dobbins this year as well. So I'm, I'm going to be taking J.K. Dobbins over Cam Akers every, every day of the week. Um, so I think I'm – I think we're pretty chalk right there on it, actually. We can yeah. probably move on. <laughs> um, Mike, yeah, let's jump to Ike's guy, his uh, wide receiver. Why don't you go with that, Ike? Did Mike do his running back? Yes, sir. Um, I did uh, – it was Javante Williams. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, A.J. Yeah, Brown. I'm not surprised. You don't listen to me at all. <laughs> Wide receiver, I'm pretty sure he's going at eight right now, right? Wide receiver eight for AJ Brown. Uh, uh, wide receiver nine, twenty sixth overall. Who would you yeah, rather see. draft on your team, AJ Brown or Cam Akers? They're going back to back. Who's after that? Anybody after that? <laughs> Anybody you want? <laughs> I'd take T Higgins over him. I'd take. Fuck, I, dude, I would almost even take DJ Moore over him. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's keep going. Sorry, I kind of threw you off your. Uh, you definitely man. did, but uh, go ahead. I don't want AJ yeah. Brown because he's on a run first team and he's competing for targets with Goddard, who's trustworthy in Hurts' eyes, and also Devontae Smith. You could Plus also go, is still there too. Yeah, you could also go ahead and just say that Jalen Hurts isn't the best thrower of the football. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> and when he has all those weapons, how many good targets is A.J. Brown personally going to see? He's probably going to lead the team in targets. I don't want to say that he's not. He'll probably see 120, but how many of those targets are going to be good targets? He's also got to stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, he's never been a wide receiver one. Nope. And is he oh. going into the worst situation of his career? Think about that for a second. Because not every team is going to stack the box like every team did against Tennessee when they had Derrick Henry. Right. Now he's kind of got to be the guy out there, Mike. Yeah. He does. I mean, yes, they drafted Devontae Smith last year to basically be that number one. But now they have the true number one in A.J. Brown. Um, You'd like to think you go out and trade for a number one wide receiver. I mean, granted, you didn't give out very much for him. You're gonna want to pass the ball a little bit more. Why go and get it? Why go and get a guy and pay him the amount of money they paid him, and not throw the ball to him? It's kind of a waste of money, kind of like Kenny Galladay on the Giants. And I know that was your that was your guy, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to trust him to have the ceiling he even had in Tennessee, in the same pretty much offense. It's it's run first. Just um, Tannehill's a better thrower than Jalen Hurts. Do, exactly. Do we think we're going to see more volume from this offense throwing the football this year or not? I I expect that we should have some more some more volume. I don't. It's it's not going to be a lot though. It, it can't be. They they ran the ball. What was it? I believe oh, dang near fifty percent of the time last year. I think it was like forty five. Um, they're just not going to go to a you know 60, uh, 60 to sixty five percent passing rate. It it just does not happen in a year like Especially that. Especially with Hurts as your quarterback. Unless you're going from like Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson. I mean, and then that's a completely different story. That I don't know how Jim Har or John Harbaugh made that transition so effortlessly uh, when they did that. But it takes a it takes a lot to do that. 
Um, so I, I expect a little bit of an uptick, but not major. Sure. Most defense. targets he's had in the year was 103. Mm. It's, yeah. it's just not – he's, like he's I, definitely an efficiency guy. He's not a volume guy. Mm-hmm. He relies like, a lot on the after the catch. Yep. And we just, like you said, Ike, we just need him to stay healthy. Yep. But uh, moving on, Mike, how about you give us your wide receiver? Well, I got two wide receivers here, but I'm going to go with the wide receiver I really don't want to touch this year uh, just because he's going so high in drafts. Um, and that's Ike's boy, DK Metcalf. That he's Why is it my boy? Earlier. Because you were giving me shit earlier that I traded him away. <laughs> because you shouldn't have traded away a 24 wide receiver, 24 year old wide receiver who has the possibility of getting like Bryce Young next year or something. That's possible, um, but beyond the point. Um, <laughs> this year he's going as wide receiver 14, just way too rich. Too high, too high, way too high. I mean, I'm I'm shocked. Pretty sure I have a wide receiver 20. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm shocked that AJ Brown isn't around that area with him. Um, but yeah, 41st overall, going around the players like uh, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin. I mean, you can go and get your you know your rookie uh, sensation, Brees Hall, or like we were talking about, J.K. Dobbins is going around that range. Um, any one of those players. I mean, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, he's got you know a bad quarterback situation, but you can make the argument this is the best quarterback he's ever played with. In Carson Wentz. Um, so That's sad. It is sad, but it's better than Drew Locke or Geno Smith. Um, so, I mean, Deontay Johnson's got Mitch Trubisky. I'd still rather have him. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather even have if Deontay over DK, too. It, yeah, so there's – this year is, is going to be DK the lowest DK gets touchdowns, ever. bro. He, he does, but touchdowns are just too sticky. Uh, they're not sticky enough of a stat. It's volume that you want to chase in fantasy football. Everybody knows that. I mean, uh, what was it? How many touchdowns did he have last year? Who? Uh, DK. 10 maybe? Uh, Under 10? No, Nine. he had 12 touchdowns. 12 touchdowns. Holy three shit. Of the, yep, three of them came in the last week. Still, nine's good enough. <laughs> Two years but, ago, yeah, like 10, right? Even with Russell Wilson as his QB, getting 129 targets, dude only caught 75 of them. Um, there's just the volume's not there. He needs the touchdowns. He does. He needs the touchdowns to stay relevant. And do we do we expect this offense to be good enough to, to get 12 touchdowns passing even? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe running the ball. Uh, but yeah, I think Drew Lock can throw more than twelve. I could be wrong. I mean, Dan Jones only threw fifteen last year, so anything's possible. <laughs> I know he can throw twelve interceptions. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he can throw twelve touchdowns though. Uh, I mean, he can prove us wrong, absolutely. But I'm just not too high on DK Metcalf at that price. No. Hate the price tag. Love the player. It's it is one of those. Mm-hmm. It's, it is one of those pretty situations. Pretty much as simple as that. You, you love the talent, but, man, his situation kind of just sucks right now. Should have um, asked for a way out. Gone to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, you, you should have been in that trade for uh, the Broncos. No chance it was going to happen. But he, yeah, he should have like his case. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me go. Uh, but let's move on here. And uh, we'll Hello, start... well, We got a comment here. Why don't we oh. pop that on the – Screen. Absolutely. So we kind of skipped this. We kind of skipped over this at the beginning of the show too. So it kind of rolls into that with the Grok retirement. Um, he want, Fabian wants to know: Does he does he drop Grok for Logan? Nah, Thomas, I know who Robert Tanyan or Cole Komet. It's Cole Komet hey, guy. You got two solid options there: Cole Komet or Tanyan. Yeah, you could probably um, leave Tanyan. <sighs> I'm 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 gonna be staying away from Logan Thomas this year. Uh, they added yet another wide receiver in the draft, and Jahan Dotson. Uh, they brought back McKissick. They added Robinson. Like, there's just too many mouths to feed. I think McLaurin's the only consistent guy. He's he showed that he can be quarterback proof. Logan Thomas is not quarterback proof. Um, I I'm gonna lean. If you if you want the safe bet, go Komet. If you want the ceiling play, go Tanyan. No, go Komet both. We love tight ends that are number two options on the offense. I'm not going to consider Robert Tanya the number two option in the offense. We yes, said so how many not, touchdowns did he have last year? Two years Zero. ago. He, or last he, he year, was he, injured. 
He was Cole Komet? No, Cole Komet oh, last year Cole, at zero. Yeah, Cole oh, yeah. Komet had zero touchdowns last year. So that's got to go up. Give him at least three more hands up tight end. What was it? We did that 14 or 13, something like that when we did yeah, that? Yeah, borderline, borderline top 12. And he, he saw over 100 targets last year. He's almost guaranteed that again if he stays healthy for all 17 games, man. I think it's got to be Cole Komet. And if it's Dynasty, I'm definitely going Cole Komet. Yes. Yeah, if it's Dynasty, you go Cole Komet all day. Yeah. If it's just redraft, I mean, it's kind of it, – every player's different. People like playing it safe. People like going for the ceiling. I think Tunyon's in a better offense. He's got more potential to get double-digit touchdowns. Cole Komet could absolutely positive. He did. Positively all Cole Komet needs is, like, five touchdowns. Like, it, it, I they, mean, he needs one, and he'll do better than last year. <laughs> like, Tanyan and Komet are both uber opposites. Like, Tanyan posted the most efficient tight end season of all time, like – getting 57 targets and catching 12 touchdowns the one year, two years No, it was 57 it was. receptions with touch, uh, 10 touchdowns. On like 65 targets or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something man. stupid like that. But and Cole Komet can't score a touchdown with the amount of volume he gets. Dylan, is that a backup tight end? John <laughs> Bates? Davis Ping put John Bates in there? Is Cole that Komet, backup? No, John Bates. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I thought Washington, maybe? I don't know. He's kind of... Davis is yeah. stumping me right now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's got to be a deep best It might not even be Davis. a real guy. <laughs> You're going to have to clarify that for us a little bit. But while, while you do that, let's move on to our next uh, player here, Dylan. And tell us about your uh, tight end you're going to be staying away from this year. Tight end or receiver? We were on receivers. Uh, Yeah, we were on receivers, but I had two We got that comment. Um. <laughs> All right. Oh, I mean, oh, no, Davis is right. It was Washington. Hmm. And Fabi uh, Fabian wants to know if he should drop Gronk for Daniel Jones. I mean, yeah, can you give it? Is it super flex or if, if it's if, super if, flex? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Super flex, you need quarterbacks. They're a necessity. Um, uh, if it's if, one QB, he might not be bad this year. I like Dabble. If it's one QB, I, I'm probably going to stay away from Daniel Jones as a backup. Yeah, let us know in the comments if it's one QB or not. Um, but no, I guess we don't have to go tight end. You can go with your receiver. I just figured we uh, we can go to that. Tight you want end. me to go on the rant later, or you want me to go on it now about this guy? Who's you know this guy? what? Oh, Michael Thomas. Let's do it now. Let's do uh, it. Now. Mike Thomas, guys. In what world does he deserve to be going as <laughs> wide receiver fifty and sleeper right now? What's going on? The guy hasn't played in two years. We're not even sure if he likes football. It's not Drew Brees throwing him the football anymore. It's Jameis Winston, who has proved to be able to support wide receiver ones in the past. But um, Sean Payton's not there. It's Dennis Allen, the head coach. It's just, I want nothing to do with him. And as the 50th overall player off the board, what is going on? I don't understand that. Or Sorry, he's 57th overall. Uh, wide receiver 25 like guys going after him Cortland Sutton Allen Robinson guys Darnell that's Mooney, brutal <laughs> like Darnell Mooney's going 25 picks after him you said Cortland Sutton I was like what the fuck <laughs> it, it literally doesn't make any sort of sense guys do not draft Mike Thomas he is let one of the people in your leagues that no, don't know much do not it not trustworthy like last year he was drafted probably sixth seventh eighth round and he sat on your bench all year because he never came back and played. <laughs> and every report that we hear is negative. Every report. It really is, yeah. So why put yourself through that? Do not do that. I promise. Don't do it. <laughs> Just don't Wait do it. Multiple I, I get that argument. Get Olaf. I get the argument. I mean, this is a guy before the two-year stint with his injuries, he did finish as wide receiver six after coming yeah, off but of that was, he, dude, that was one of the best wide receivers. As three fucking years <laughs> ago. It, was, it was <laughs> felt like Kirsten. six. Feels Sorry like Kirsten, six. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it was the before time. Uh, uh. But I, I get it. I get it. I mean, it's recency bias to the max. Um, he just shows potential. I will say this, going around mm. those players like Cortland Sutton, uh, um, who else? Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, uh, Kyler Murray. I mean, I would much rather have somebody that I know that's you know, you probably going to get about going 15 while, games out of. Probably. I'm or probably going to get 15 games out of. Or somebody that you know is going to play football. 
know, it's, would you take yeah. Christian Kirk over him? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred times out of a hundred. Not where it, I wouldn't draft Christian Kirk at overall fifty seventh. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> that, that's fair. Um, uh. but, but I probably would go Christian Kirk over him. All right, um, Ike, why don't you uh, throw us your uh, your fourth guy here, your tight end? Is it my second wide receiver or tight end? Tight end. I have, okay, it's uh, we'll finish with receivers <sighs> since we all got two. I don't didn't like putting him, but because obviously he's still a good player. But George Kittle, I don't know about the new offense and with Trey Lance now, he's gonna work with him and stuff. But obviously, he's still a good player, so you're gonna want to draft him. But tight end four might be a little high, maybe, just maybe. I'm just gonna wait on tight end at that point, man. Kittle. I also have a personal vendetta a little bit with him too. He's screwed <laughs> me a few years, but whatever. Understandable. It, it is what it is. That's- that's fantasy once, football for you. Yeah, yeah. once you, once you get past uh, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, guys, I'm just gonna wait. Kit, like those guys, I feel like their floor is. Much, all, uh, they each have something Kittles. weird. Like Kyle Pitts has Marcus Mariota. Yuck. Yeah. Again. Notice I didn't mention Kyle. Pitts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Darren Waller has to deal with Devontae Adams now. George Kittle has new completely offense. Well, quarterback at least, so they'll be running it different. He's going in the th- early third round on sleeper, guys. He's picked thirty-two. That's early, man. Yeah, that's that's dumb. Like he's going ahead of T. Higgins. Like he's going ahead of David Montgomery. Um, I'm not a big Dave Montgomery fan, but I would definitely Ju- take T. Justin Higgins. Herbert, James Conner, Deontay Johnson, Jalen Waddle, J.K. Dobbins. Stuff like there's just so much other value there besides. Kettle, like you said, in the unknowns with Trey Lance as his quarterback. Yeah, and the one thing with Kittle is, as as explosive as he is, he's kind of like the uh, the tight end or the running back Chris McCaffrey of tight ends. Um, he can win you the week. But yeah, like season? he had two weeks where he dropped 39 and 38, but in other weeks it's like 11, 10, 5, 2, And, he, and he's getting injured. Right. And, or he's just out. It's it's really weird. Um, so I mean, as as forty second overall, I'm I, I mean to be honest, I probably won't go Darren Waller either around that time because if I'm not getting Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews this year, um, I'm waiting or, till like Cole Komet or Freemuth or any of those back there because I don't really want Dalton Schultz that much. Dawson yeah, Knox I, isn't great. There's really only uh, I got a top three tight ends that I'll, I'll go in the early rounds for, but if I'm not getting those three tight ends, uh, I'm waiting. Uh, I'm gonna get you know some. You would want Kyle players. Pitts, huh? That would be the other one I would take. <sighs> it's strictly based on volume. Yeah, he's probably gonna get 140, 150 targets. So. How and, much, and, do you think he'll catch maybe sixty of them? Davis brings up a good point here. It's Delaney Walker 2.0 from. Yeah, yeah, I fair enough. That point I fair get enough. That point just fat. Sure, just yep, yep. Uh, thank you, Davis. If you th- throw up a couple more comments, the plan real quick before I shoot. Yeah, we got a few. Yep, I, uh, your cousin Dean <laughs> is Watson or Thomas the better value to uh, to play. Oh now, God, uh, Watson. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Deshaun yeah, Watson. I think Deshaun. Oh boy, I think it's got to be Michael. It's got to be Michael Thomas. I think because I'm standing in the corner that I don't think Watson's going to play this season. That's just you my think personal. Think he get a year? That's just my personal belief. Yeah, I don't know about what you guys think. <laughs> I think he's gonna get suspended. I don't think it's gonna be the whole year though. Um, it's probably gonna be like Bro, six- Calvin really got the whole year for betting on a game that he wasn't <laughs> playing in. Man, this dude better get at least one and a half. Yeah. Two. This this was also before Roger Goodell created this committee for these decisions to make to be yeah. made now. Um, so it's completely out of his hands. It's in the committee to to be able to lay down that su- suspension. So it could be a new suspension. precedent that's set. Um, yeah, I can't speak sometimes. I'm illiterate. <laughs> um, so <laughs> fall off Davis's this comment. Oh man, we should move on before we get in trouble. Davis, that was class. <laughs> well, Platt, who's your t- who's your tight end here? My tight end here. Um, I don't know. You can probably call it. 
you, you could probably call it a, a little chalk, but it's TJ Hawkinson. Um, he's going at ADP tight end, <laughs> uh, six, overall 56. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but goddamn, Davis, you make you crack me up. <laughs> um, so Why does he have to put know, thanks, Danny, on there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said thank you for uh, him. That, I had that comment locked and loaded for you with the Delaney Walker. Oh, wow. That's Fucking why. Dean, dude. <laughs> but, Robert uh, Kraft knows a good go. place. <laughs> Unreal. Davis, you're going to oh, get a picture. No, Dean did that oh. one. Oh, that's, that's Dean. Oh, God. <laughs> He can get worse. But, yeah, players going around TJ Hawkinson, Cortland Sutton, Elijah Mitchell, Allen Robinson. I mean, hell, I'll take all three of those guys. Marquise Brown, Mike Williams, Miles Sanders. I mean, you can can stretch it a little far with Miles Sanders and CEH. Um, But, yeah, give me all three of those guys or, you know, pretty much every one of them. Um, In the three years Hawkinson has played, he's, he's had one full season, guys. One full season where he's played all the games. I mean, he's a tight end. He's not a running back. He doesn't. He, he should be playing the full year. There's no question about it. Um, his yards per reception since he's gotten into the league in 2019 has gone down every year. He's not catching the deep passes anymore. I mean, it could be attributed to the Matthew Stafford to Jared Goff transition. Either way, you think? Not good. <laughs> Either way, it's not good for him, guys. He has back-to-back um, tight end sevens, though, right? Yeah, but, I mean, tight end seven we know is not the same as that top yeah. three tier. You um, guy average at least ten, I think, to get tight end seven. Ooh. <laughs> that's the golden, that's the golden uh, point you want. I know, but you don't, you don't want to take him 56th overall. That's no, 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 no. The, vol- the volume just isn't there, right, guys, that that we thought we were going to get from him last year, and then pretty much what we got, because he's got Amon Ross St. Brown. There's DJ Tark. You know DeAndre Swift is going to get a bunch of targets. Um, Jameson Williams when he comes back from the ACL injury. So Hawkinson might see a target dip now. So, yeah, like we, we've alluded, we're, we're waiting on tight end at that point. It's kind of a tight end dead zone. And that leads us into my tight end as well, who's sitting smack dab right in the middle of the tight end dead zone, and that's Dallas Goddard. And we already uh, talked about it earlier with A.J. Brown. I'm just not a fan of Jalen We don't Hurst like Eagles, huh? <laughs> throwing the fo- yeah, I don't like Jalen Hurst throwing the football. I like him for fantasy purposes because he runs the hell out of the ball. That's great. But his weapons, I'm probably shying away from unless I'm getting them at incredible value. And Dallas Goddard, to me, is an incredible value right now as overall 72 going off the board um, at tight end eight. Like Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, Cremont, and even Jalen Hurts, his teammate, is still around on the board there. And to me, those are just better values. I know the plant disagrees on one of them, but Brandon Cooks, all he does is have a thousand yards no matter who's throwing him the damn football. Kareem Hunt was Mills. Kareem Hunt was a running back. Kareem Hunt was a running back one last season before he got injured, you know, and then Jalen Hurts was a top five fantasy quarterback last year. Just with the rushing floor. Yeah, just think of the value that's sitting right there and you're gonna waste it on Dallas Goddard. No, don't do that. Please don't, guys. Please don't. But, you know, you kind of alluded to, um, you know, my next player there a little bit. Um, And I'll just kind of go right into it. And Mm -hmm. uh, my last player here, because I I, I think me and Ike are right here with you. We're we're not touching Dallas Goddard. Um, He's got COVID this year to us. Uh, We're not touching him. Um, But – We'll roll right on to my next player here, and this is my last wide receiver. And uh, it was one of those four players you just named off, Adam Thielen. Um, yeah, I get it, guys. He's he's usually a top, you know, twenty-four wide receiver every year. Um, it's all touchdowns, guys. I know these things are going to regress eventually. I know, I know we keep saying it, and it's kind of like Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady's going to regress eventually. Um, you know what? So be it, Tom Brady. You don't regress. You're, you're the goat. Do your do you? Adam Thielen's Thank you not for admitting goat. it. Shut it. Um, Adam Thielen's not the GOAT. He's going to regress. It's just bound to happen. He scored the same amount of touchdowns as Justin Jefferson last year with, like, 70 less targets. It's <laughs> it's, 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 it's not going to happen, guys. 
Um, 30% of his PPR points last year were touchdowns. You know, to give you a, an example, you know, players around him like Brandon Cooks, they got about 15.5% last year uh, of their points for touchdowns. That's nearly half. Um, Darnell Mooney, I know that's Dylan's boy right there. I know I he's snagging up. Him. Um, he only had about 13.6 points of his uh, points were touchdowns, and that was a crappy offense. The volume is just not there for Adam Thielen anymore. Um, touchdowns are the only thing keeping this man relevant. Um, he is on a – He's on life support, and it's touchdowns. Touchdowns is the nurse. It's got to go down um, at some point. Exactly. I mean, there's there's players like Kareem Hunt, Juju Smith-Schuster, Rashard Bateman, Devontae Smith. I mean, even Tyler Lockett is going around that range. Give me give me somebody like Kareem Hunt, like he, like Dylan was stating up there. You know, he was a running back one before he went down with the injury, and he's guaranteed to be a running back one if Nick Chubb ever does go down with injury. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I had him when he went down. Sucked. <laughs> Yeah, you had him with Baker. Fair enough. <laughs> now who are you going to get him with, though? Case Keenum? No, uh, it's Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not good. No, definitely not good. <laughs> I did see a report today that said if Deshaun is suspended, they would look into another quarterback trade, so that'll uh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> they should probably trade Baker for a quarterback, huh? Just wow. I don't uh, maybe the salaries. I think the salaries probably would get be close. Sam Darnold for Baker straight up. Or I saw, today, I saw today Darnold is making like twenty two million or something like that. Yeah. Also, do you guys know Tannehill's Lucky getting thirty eight million this year? Yeah, he's he's definitely up there with Mahomes. Wish I, I can get paid that much to throw the ball or hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. Why do you <laughs> think they went and uh, uh, drafted uh, Malik Willis? I mean, they got to have a backup plan. Oh, but, David, Davis just threw a comment Baker to the Titans for Tannehill. Then, I don't see Titans a, doing that. There's another swap. Uh, salaries don't match up, but you know what? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that. No. Um, so we'll just move on to our next player here because I don't think you guys have any uh, arguments with Adam Thielen. Um, unless you do, Dylan. I know he was kind of. Just all he does is score touchdowns, man. But you made a pretty convincing argument that uh, he at some point's got to go down. off at some. Yeah, so I don't, I don't disagree with you there. Um, you know my love for Justin Jefferson. I've talked about him on the last few podcasts that we've wide done. Receiver I, I think one he, dog. He's going to be the wide receiver one, yeah. And he commands 150, 160 targets. So, yeah. Boom. I you write that down, Mike. The only thing I, I didn't mention is, uh, you know, the kind of that range where Adam Thielen's going is right around that wide receiver 31 range, right at uh, wide receiver three, 75th overall. Um, yeah, dude, I do not want Adam Thielen as my wide receiver two, three. Maybe I'll take him as my flex. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's just move on to your next player, Ike. Who do you not want to touch this year? Chris Godwin, only because he's injured. Yeah, it was, that's it. Uh, it. It sounds like especially where he's going. Maybe late October, early November, seeing him back. That's not many games, but still, that's enough to not warrant him being picked ahead of, like you said, Darnell Mooney and people players like that. Well, let's take a look where he's going. Like Brees Hall, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks, Marquise Brown, all on the board where uh, Chris Godwin is. I'd going. go even as far as Darnell Mooney. Yeah, just because sure. he's injured, you don't know when he'll come back. I'd take Brandon Cooks over Godwin. I see the. Mar the I probably wouldn't go as far as Darnell Mooney. Um, if Darnell Mooney's going around that wide receiver thirty-one range, seventy-fifth overall, Dude, if you're, you're out till nineteen. Mid-October, November, that's six weeks. That's third of the season. I, I, right? You'd have to be – It's the same amount as DeAndre Hopkins pretty much missing those Who is all the way down at wide receiver 39 or whatever. So, would you, so why would is you, it not the same? Who would you rather have, um, Chris Godwin, for after the first six weeks, or would you rather have Hollywood Brown all season and he's going to be really good for the first six weeks? Hollywood Brown, easily. Absolutely. I agree with every one of those players. I would take every one of those players above him. Just not Darnell Mooney. I'm not, you know, going that early on Darnell Mooney just yet. That's my only thing. But, yeah, I'm with you on it. I do not want to touch players, you know, coming off the pup list this year. Um, you know, we we see it 
like with Michael Thomas, he was on the pup list. Um, anybody injured going into the year, it's hard to shake an injury. I mean, if you get beat up all year long and you're coming into the year not even healthy, you're probably going to miss some time even mm-hmm. after coming back. So I'm with you on that. I just I just wouldn't take Darnell Mooney at that point. That's the only one I would. I mean, if DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss the same amount of time and they're like – in similar passing offense where they're going to throw a lot, I suppose. I don't see why Chris Godwin isn't that low. Or Hopkins would be that high because Hopkins is still good. It's just the talent with Godwin, man, and him being attached to Tom Brady. People are yeah. looking at him like as a, as a league winner after, you know, whenever whenever he comes hey, he finished back. As a, he but finished he, as a wide receiver one one, uh, one of these years. Uh, what was it, 2019. Nineteen, I believe. Would you rather have Godwin or would you rather have Hopkins when Hopkins gets back from the? <laughs> That's a good suspension. one. DeAndre Hopkins still number one. Godwin technically I, is I, number two. I think I'm. I'm thinking taking. I, I think I'll take Godwin on that one, only because I think Marquise Brown is good enough to take over the number one spot while Hopkins is gone. Right now. But then there, I, I don't. I don't know. I guess it's a toss up. It, it it can be a toss up, absolutely. Um, and Davis brings up a good point. Hopkins isn't injured, so I mean that 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 does the right. Yeah, it's you. the right. Yep. He's still it's, the he's still an alpha receiver, man. I, Chris Godwin's never right. been the number one. Yeah, he finished his wide receiver three that year. No, like he's like he's not the number one guy on the. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yep, absolutely. And there is a lot of mouths to feed in Tampa Bay, but there's just as many mouths to feed in Arizona. Yeah. But, all right, let's go on to our next player here. Dylan, who are you going to close out the show with with yeah. your last player? It's Tyreek Hill. You, I was just going to say, I know you saved this one for last. It's the che- Yeah, it's the, it's the cheetah. Who you I, just traded for. He, like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I we're said, definitely going to call you out on that co- one. That's completely different, man. Dynasty <laughs> League, salary cap. Yeah, that's completely different. But he's going as wide receiver six overall, 17. That's just... Too early with, to with him be getting downgraded at the quarterback position from Mahomes and Tua. It's obviously going to be a big big difference because he had eight games where he scored under ten half PPR fantasy points last season, and he's your wide receiver one. That's going to kill you most weeks. Trust me, I had him on a few. I had him on a few rosters last year. Um, but yeah, it just worries me. Tua already has the built in. Um, chemistry with Jalen Waddle and all that. So uh, Davis doesn't want to be BFFs BFF with you anymore. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. I do like it for the, Dol- the Dolphins team as a whole. I I'm taking Mike love- Evans over him I just any day. Don't love it for his fantasy value. Easy with that. Like that's kind of you for real. <laughs> I don't like Mike Evans. You wouldn't that. take Mike Evans over Tyreek Hill. Mike, he doesn't have Godwin for like six weeks. Yeah, right. I pro. Yeah, I still oh, and no Gronk tough. now. And yeah, no Gronk now. Who's yeah, their tight end, by the way? Well, he got Russell Cameron Gage Bray and Kate Otten. Sweet, Kate Otten <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> Don't forget about Cameron Brayton now. Uh, Never. What, what do you guys think about Tyreek Hill? Tell me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I think I have him as Davis. You're ten wrong. or eleven for me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, low MR receiver one. It's just where he's going. It's it's a QB change. All right, we've we've seen it in the past when uh, when wide receivers get changed, even in the off season, like Hopkins did a couple of years ago with Kyler Murray. Um, Hopkins was all right. He wasn't great, but he was all right. But then they finally got that chemistry going. Um, Pretty sure he's still wide receiver like top five. I could be wrong, but um, it was all because of volume. It wasn't because of efficiency. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember that that route tree of his. Uh, we called it a route bush because <laughs> it's not very uh, not very big tree. Um, but yeah, uh, I get it. He's a game changer, though, man. Dude is electric with the ball in his hands. I mean, yeah, he's shit, no Debo Samuel. It's good. They have a lot he's of a- speed on that offense for sure. Like four, yeah, four, three, two, one. I like the off the Dolphins team as a whole this season. I just I, I don't how many guys can Tua realistically support? And 
I would rather ju- I would rather have Jalen Waddle at where he's going in drafts than Tyreek Hill where he's going in drafts. <clears throat> Davis brings up a good points. He elevated Alex Smith, one of his best years. Tyreek Hill. I mean, but what quarterback would that be? I, top twelve, top fourteen. Yeah, that's fair. Like where did he finish? That. Um, he may not have finished, you know, as a QB one, but I, Tyreek Hill is a weapon that you get a quarterback that you want to see succeed. Um, because Tua, he's he's coming up. He's on the hot seat, guys. I know Davis, you you don't like me saying that, but. He's on I, the hot seat. I like Tua, too, for the most part. Um, it's tough. A lot of mouth to feed, man. A lot of mouth it, to feed. Uh, the running backs, uh, Jalen Waddle, Cedric Wilson, Mike Gesicki. The way Tyreek Hill plays, too, is he, he kind of – he gets a label like he's a little injury prone. He can't really finish a full season. Um, and if you're drafting him that high, I mean, you, I mean, obviously the goal is, you know, 16, 17 games. But if, if your ceiling's 15 to 14, 14 to 15 games of Tyreek Hill, you should not be drafting him that high. Like Tyreek Hill or Debo? Debo. They're both injury prone. Um, but give me Debo because he gets that rushing floor as well. Tyreek Hill or CeeDee Lamb? Alex Smith was quarterback for Tyreek Hill. Nice. Oh, wow. Wow. That's that really good. <laughs> that is actually really surprising. I'm going to give you that credit, Davis. He also probably had Travis Kelsey, too. That's fair. But either way, um, they got the weapons around to us. So it is possible. But, man, that, that it's the draft value that we don't like. You know, wide receiver six, overall 17. Tyreek Hill or CeeDee Lamb? I'm CeeDee Lamb all day. I think I'm going CeeDee Lamb with the departure. I'll take CeeDee Lamb, too. If if it was Amari Cooper still there, I'd go Tyreek Hill. Ty, this is where I lead Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown. Tyreek. I go Tyreek too because he's at least going to get the volume. And we then don't Ty- know that. And then Tyreek Hill or Stephon Diggs. I go Stephon Diggs. On he's just so safe. He I plays on I the got, yeah. He got, he's got the number one quarterback. It's it's just so safe. I mean, and even that, if he doesn't score uh, double digit touchdowns like last year, he only had eight. He was still. Uh, uh, or no, that was 2020. My apologies. Even though he still didn't score t- uh, that many touchdowns last year, he only had 10, and that was actually first time I think he's had double digits with uh, the Bills. I could be wrong. Let me check 2019. Yeah, that was the first double-digit touchdown season for him. Um, and God damn, he finished. Where is it? He finished his wide receiver seven. I mean, it's just what right now? Stephon Diggs. Oh, why? <laughs> Answering the question. I thought we were man. talking about Tyreek Hill. <laughs> we are, but he asked me between Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs. And then David That's, that that shouldn't even be a question. That should be Stephon yeah. Diggs 10 times out of 10. And then just to finish it up, uh, yeah, yep. Davis, Tyreek Hill or Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. I have gone Tyreek Hill. Same. Yeah. I'm going Tyreek Hill there too as well. Um, we saw Keenan, Keenan Allen's close, I suppose. Numbers drop a little bit last year. Yeah, uh, not a big play guy. Oh, yeah, I definitely lean Tyreek Hill. Indeed. If if we're, if we're going in the bubble like that, if if I'm going with the ADP value though, I'm probably still going to lean probably uh, Keenan Allen or or Mike Williams, maybe a little bit just because of the value. But a bubble, give me Tyreek Hill all day. Yep. <clears throat> all right, Dylan. I mean, I think that pretty much. Wraps it up, unless you got anything else you want to add. No, I think we're good, gentlemen. Um, everybody, thanks for commenting. Uh, Davis, Dean, appreciate you guys. Hell yeah. Um, anybody watching, please give us a like on uh, on uh, the Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's it. We'll be back next week to probably what are we gonna do next week guys probably give you each five guys that we want to walk away every draft with should we just yeah that 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 one's gonna be a little bit more fun there might be a lot more debating and hot takes on that one yeah that'll be a little bit more of a positive episode we were kind of just just i loved it i absolutely loved it (laughs) yeah 
I, yeah, I enjoyed it besides the technical difficulties <laughs> in the middle, but I feel yeah. like we, we, we made it work, so. No, yeah, and we do apologize for those technical difficulties, guys. We are still improving ourselves, and, you know, we're going to get better each episode. All right, guys. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Peace out.